0: Are they ready yet? Yeah. <laughs> hey Montgomery, yes? did you hear yourself on the radio? Amazing, <laughs> we played it on the radio. Did you hear it? Oh, you didn't hear it? You heard it? Oh, I heard it? Who said that? Oh, yeah. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773. 888 jesse And also we can, uh, James, you read it off the chat line as well, right? Yeah. So YouTube, go to the chat line on YouTube. I, uh, and hello, everybody here again. Hi, y'all. Uh, we had a town hall on, Thursday night. Anybody here that was there? Oh, did you guys like it? It was amazing. amazing. I think from that, what I think I want to do is uh, I want to have a town hall with some of the women for Bond, with some of the worldly women. And see, that would be something else. We're going to need the FBI. But I, I am going to do that. I want to do that. And another thing I'm doing is um, I'm building a, a network, a radio network. And so what I'm doing is people like and Chris, and Nick, I'm giving them their own shows, and we're going to replace them with other employees. We're going to have a – I want a strong network of men on the radio. And they can do it kind of, kind of what James is doing. So we're kind of working on it. But anyway, thank you all for showing up for the uh, – Town Hall. It was so good. It was mama mia, ola, <laughs> And then the folks who watch it online as well, thank you so much and for the donations and all that. Um, and don't forget to vote on Tuesday. Everybody ready? Most of you have already voted, all right? Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. It's really going to be interesting. Hopefully we'll know by Wednesday who won. But we kinda might not know. Might you might not know until next September. <laughs> or November. This is November, right? Yeah, November. But we'll see what happens. Uh any question about anything? Yes, sir, right here. And then I have another question I wanna ask. Uh, do you do you know who Roy Masters is? I do. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I just found out about him from the, uh, uh, it's another Jacob that go here.
0: He's a white Jacob. And uh, he told me about White Jacob? White Jacob, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Let me ask you this while you got the mic. Uh, If you were sick and the doctor came into your room and said, what's your first name? Ken. Ken. And the doctor came into your room and said, Ken, you have three weeks to live. What would you do?
2: I say at this point I wouldn't I wouldn't even worry about it. Probably back then I would panic, but now since I'm waking up, I wouldn't even worry about it.
3: Yeah, Yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah. What would you do if the doctor told you that
3: you have three weeks to live? First thing I would do is make sure all my assets are in in line, so I don't have so my children doesn't don't have to go through what I went through, and I'm going through. then I would continue to get right and, and double down on what I'm called to do instead of procrastinating and being lazy about it.
0: What do you mean by get right?
3: Continue to follow his will and not my own, and that's oh, a daily man. struggle, obviously. What would you do?
0: I'd
4: say I want a second opinion <laughs> because the doctor doesn't decide. That's up to the Lord. So
0: So you're telling the doctor that's not your decision?
4: I don't know if I believe that. I, I believe in the Lord, and when he calls me, then he calls me. It's uh, not up to the doctor. I would so just would say, you tell
0: the doctor that? Sure. You would say, go sit down. You don't know.
4: He's just a doctor. He's not
0: God, oh, yeah. so, you know. Interesting. Yeah. In the black, what would you do? The young lady.
4: Can you repeat the question again?
0: If you were sick mm-hmm. and the doctor came into your room and said, you have three Weeks to live. Three weeks. Three weeks. What would um, you do?
4: I would enjoy that time. Um, like it's like living every day, like it's your last day.
0: Um, so. So you would part it up?
4: No, no, no.
0: I would um, go out about all the pot I can find. No,
5: I wouldn't. No. No. But, but that's not. <laughs> I living. you get
0: high every day? No, I'm playing. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm it's joking. a joke. Yeah. I'm I'm joking, Pihat. Okay. Yes.
4: Yeah, so I would just enjoy it. Um again, I I agree with the a lady over there that it's up to to God when it comes down to it and many times um doctors are wrong. So mm-hmm. yeah. And it's interesting cuz I hear you say that you're never going to die so it goes back to your your um mentality.
0: Right. Right. Amazing. What would you do? Young lady, wait the back. If the doctor said you had three weeks to live,
6: I don't know why I thought I knew you were going to tell me, ask me. So, what? I knew you were going to ask me. Um, you knew, oh, okay. I don't know why I felt it. And what do you say? Uh, I don't, I'm nothing really. Like, I would just wait and see what happens and just keep living my life with, you know, giving my life to God and that's it.
0: Knowing that you have three weeks?
6: Yeah. You'd be just, trying
0: to give your life to God. He wouldn't want your life knowing that you're about to die.
6: I would just keep living God my life. I only
0: want lives that are living.
6: Yeah, but I would just keep living my life righteously. That's what I mean with that. He like, I would just keep living my life righteously, like just in the moment, in the present. I won't be worrying about the future or the three weeks or oh. anything like that. I would just be in the present.
0: It's kind of hard to know, though, until you're in that situation.
6: The, exactly. Because
0: like the moment the doctor said, the countdown started. You know, like, oh, well, now I got two weeks. <laughs> now I got three weeks. Da, 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 da. Tomorrow I'm dying.
7: That
0: would be a trip, right? Well, so what happened, with the reason I asked because uh, my second older sister has cancer, and so she had a relapse the other day, and they had to drain... Uh, bones or something and the doctor told her she has three weeks to live and so she had a choice of continuing the radiation therapy treatment or go to a hospice or two different kind of treatments and so i'm like wow and so she asked me for me to call her so i called her and i asked her was she afraid and she said no she could barely talk she said no i'm not afraid and I said, well, I'm not surprised. I remember how you used to beat your husband. <laughs> and any woman that beat her husband, she's not afraid of death. <laughs> and she was cracking up. She could barely laugh at you. Uh,
7: <laughs>
0: but then yesterday when I talked to her, I, uh, she said that she's still not afraid, but sometimes her mind gets to her. To try to make her have fear, uh, but she seemed to be all right. But I don't think that, as you were saying, a doctor doesn't have a right to tell you you have three days to live. How they don't know? They don't have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Only God take life away from you like that. And how do they know you have three days? That's crazy. And then it was a woman doctor.
7: <laughs>
0: Sorry, ladies. And so I was telling my aunt about it. And I said, that the doctor told her she had three days to live. And said, oh, so my sister was saying yesterday, well, I believe in the Lord. Only the Lord takes his life. She would quote all that stuff, right? <laughs> well, not all that stuff, but the Christian stuff. And uh, I said, okay. So I told my aunt, my aunt, who was a real Christian. And I said, the doctor told her that she had three days and she said, Well, the doctor doesn't know what she's talking about. I said, It was a lady doctor. I said, That's why we should have lady doctors. They don't know what they're talking about. Always start a mess. <laughs> and my aunt got mad. <laughs> she got ticked. She said, Well, I heard a man doctor doing that too. I said, I've never heard a man a man say, You got three days to live. And she got ticked at me. I'm like, I'm playing. I'm just playing. But anyway, she has According to the doctor, uh, three weeks to live. And that's amazing. They shouldn't put that on you like that because they will use that against you. You really have to be an observer to deal with something like that. One other thing. So uh, one of the things we're doing at Barn is really encouraging guys to become entrepreneurs. We have an academy, Entrepreneur Academy, and we're encouraging them to start their own businesses. So even if they don't start a business, save the money and buy property or something, you know, and and that could be like a business because one thing would lead to another one. And um, yesterday I was talking to Joe L about a project that he's uh, working on and there's a lot of things that he had not realized about business and having things together, but I realized when talking to him that it's amazing that you you don't need that until you need it, that kind of information Whereas the schools and experts tell you, you need to know all this in advance, right? So you stress yourself out trying to get all the information about running a business and starting a business, five-year plans and stuff. Whereas the way God has it set up, he'll give it to you as needed. When you need it, okay, you're at a point you need this information. Get that information. And that way you don't worry, you're not stressed out, and things happen, happen really easy for you, easier than it was if you gathered all that knowledge beforehand. So I do encourage you guys and ladies to start businesses, but one step at a time. Don't listen to the experts about it. Just do what's in front of you to do, and it'll be amazing, really. And that way you can sleep at night. You don't have to worry if it's going to work or not. You're not comparing yourself to anyone else. Uh, you're not worried about it if you're going to run out of money or not. You don't need a plan. Just do it one step in all things, one step at a time. And I do encourage you all to look into buying some land right now, some property, because the interest rate are so low. The last time they were this low was in the sixties or seventies or something like that, and uh, they're at two point eight right now. And I think they went down a little bit more, and so you can get a really nice house and pay a low, low rate flat. You know for the next 30 years, however. So definitely look into it. I wouldn't let Satan tell me that, oh, you don't have enough money. It's not going to work. Don't pay any attention to that. But look into it and check it out, all right, if you want. Victoria, how's your business? Hold on one minute. Is it going very well, you say? It is, yes. Is it working? Is it like you thought it would be or easier than what you thought?
8: I just took a step to make it a lot easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you staying out of your head about it?
8: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no and not. why
8: not? Just because I, I'm doing it by myself, but now that's not the case anymore. So um, it frees me up to do other things that I want to, to actually expand it and um, see what else it can actually turn into. So I'm kind of letting somebody else handle the busy work.
0: So. Which is easier, knowing that you sh- your thoughts are not your own, that you shouldn't live in your thoughts, or not knowing and living in them?
8: What's ooh, what's easier? Yes. I would say what's more automatic is living in them. I don't know if that makes it easier.
0: Is it harder knowing that these thoughts are not your own and you should not be a part of them, or is it better not knowing it and just living in your imagination?
8: The concept of knowing that that's the case is easier. It makes life easier. So yeah, that's easier.
0: Do you struggle with the thoughts?
8: They come and go. Still, yeah.
0: They do. Mm-hmm. And is it getting easier at all?
8: It is. Some something kind of happened. Uh, what's today? Sunday. It happened on Friday, and it didn't feel like any other day that I've ever felt that I could recall, and. I didn't, I felt some anxiety, but then I actually saw it and I was observing it, but I didn't realize I was observing it at the time. And I felt very um, level. Like it, I wasn't excited or angry or sad about it. Right. It was just, I don't, I want to say almost like a numbness. Like I could just look at it objectively and not judge it one way or the other. And actually, if I can ask you, the way I sorted through it was I wrote, The first thing that happened, and then I recognized I was about to do something I didn't want to do, and I did it anyway. Normally, I would judge myself about it, but for me in that moment, I needed to actually write it down to get to the exact root of what I was trying to do, and at the very end of it, it turned out I was trying to ignore God's voice. Uh I was trying to bury God for some reason, so I wasn't able to get beyond that part, but that's what it came to so yeah the thing I did it was I just ate that was all it was
0: (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) would you eat a whole pig or something no
8: (laughs) (laughs) no but I'll just be transparent like obviously like food is one of my struggles and I ordered this thing that is not even in my lexicon like I don't even eat that kind of stuff anymore But I did it anyway. And the, the first thing that hit me was that I was ordering food, but I had a fridge full of food, which meant that I felt that my current condition wasn't good enough. And I still needed to control it and do something extra. So that was the thing I was trying to get to the bottom of. It had nothing to do with being hungry. At the root of it, I literally felt like where I was in that moment wasn't good enough so that was what i had to explore So you ate it anyway i sure did and then i (laughs) and then the reflection came later no the (laughs) reflection came later but the crazy thing is when i would normally do something like that i would feel really bad really full really just god i can't believe i'm saying this right now but i would feel so like
0: everybody looking at you like you as a pig
7: i
8: know
0: (laughs) And you're never gonna get a husband, no you eat that much.
8: No, so that's why I figure like I, I might as well just say what it is because I mean at the end of the day, I know somebody else out there has done this before or struggled with it. No one else it. but you. Yes they have. Yes. She's,
0: not, she's trying to feel better about it. You're the only one I don't I'm trying
8: to bring them along with me. Right.
0: But no one <laughs> else in the world but you.
8: But no, like it like I say anyway, it made me it made me Well, I I allowed myself to make the connection between the action I was doing that looked so harmless. You're hungry. Order something. Okay, but why why am I not going into the fridge, though? Because I actually went out, bought the groceries with the intention to eat them. So why did I do that? And like I said, that was the one thing that I wanted to get to the bottom of because I knew I was doing it the the entire time.
0: And what did you come up with?
8: Like I said, I was trying to, some, for some reason, I still haven't gotten to that yet, but I, oh. I tried to literally um, avoid going to God for whatever reason because ordering that food, something triggered that. But whatever that was that was triggered, I wanted to solve it myself instead of going directly to God with
0: it. Oh, okay.
8: But like I said, I was able to actually observe that I was doing that, where normally I nice. wouldn't. So back to your original question, I do think knowing that the thoughts are fake – And that they're not you, is actually better because I was able to get still in that moment.
0: So, is it more of a struggle knowing that your thoughts are not real, or less of a struggle?
8: That day was the first time I really experienced it for real, and I like that a lot better.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so I I think know Yeah, the awareness is better. Yeah. Nice. By far. Oh, okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Give the mic to the young man right behind you. Behind me. Uh huh. Thank you. So I want, can you, Morning, I Jesse. want you to respond, hey buddy. I want you to respond to my biblical question. Do you mind? Which one? How does one develop true faith? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to ask you next. You are holy. Did y'all know that? You're- no, I may not tell you that. I'm about to tell you about the Bible, but I'm not. Spare me, please. Yeah, it's too funny. The
9: yeah. o- only thing that comes to mind—I never thought about that exact question. Only thing that comes to mind is to uh, to become like a child, in in our in our in our faith. You know, to to look at the Lord with uh, without trying to figure. Him out and just accepting that He's God and He's in control and putting away our own uh, thoughts and our own ideas about it and just uh, trying to live by the Spirit and follow the Scriptures and not asking a lot of questions.
0: How do you become like a child?
9: Well, it's hard because the whole world wants us to do the opposite, wants us to learn according to it. And our whole lives we are trying to learn from other people, from other sources, from books, from men, from colleges. And I think to become a person of faith and to become more like Jesus, we have to just accept what we know of him and accept what he writes on our hearts and accept the scriptures and live by them. And that's my best answer off the top of my head. uh,
0: That's how you become like a child?
9: Yeah, not, not being childish, but being childlike in our faith and not trying to figure it out, so to speak.
0: And what, what is childlike?
9: It's and like I just said, it. not trying to figure it out, not trying to, to be so smart oh. Oh, okay. that, that you, have to, uh, you have to understand it because that's part of being a believer is accepting that you can't understand it. You can't be God. You can't understand why the world is the way that it is, but you can understand what's in the Scripture and understand you know, what God puts on your heart as you become you know, more uh, uh, close to him and give more of your life to him. So
0: so is that working for you?
9: For me, that yeah, that has that worked. That's been hard because I didn't become a believer until I was an adult, and so I had been through decades of, of, of trying to, uh, you know, be God myself and, f- and figure out how the world works on my own terms or on the terms of the world and the people around me that have been uh, teaching me about how the world is.
0: Oh, Okay. Amazing. Give the mic to the young man next to Victoria. And then I want to go here, John. Um, how does one develop true faith? Um, Did you know that was a biblical question this week?
10: Uh, yeah, I heard it. Okay. Um,
0: I don't know. You don't know? Okay.
10: You know, the only thing I can think of is um, from experience. You know, you, you do something and, you're, you know, it works. And then the next time you do something, before you do it, you know it works. Um, Okay.
0: This is such an important question. To have faith is everything. It's everything to have faith. And it's amazing, and it is especially to have faith and never doubt. It is mind-blowing, really. It's better than everything else to have faith. And all things are possible when you have faith. All, anything is possible. You know what I mean? So I want to ask this young man here, and then the young man with the arm fold. Oh, yeah, I saw your hair. Let me take him first and then you. With the arm fold. But right here. How does one develop truth? He tried to hurry up and read it in the Bible, huh? <laughs> Do this so
3: things fall
0: down. He was like, read <laughs> You get an F in class. <laughs> how I said, does
3: one develop true faith one develops true faith by hearing and hearing by the word of god and since the word of god is really full of testimony and witnesses of those who had faith before us uh here i will read it to you okay. <laughs> so you got it homework. you there, knew i was going to ask you this you told me last week i did and i said i'd answer this week right on wow <laughs> I'm black and slow. That's okay. White people will remember. <laughs> Only half. Yes, sir. So <laughs> since the word of God is basically witnesses to people who had faith before us and full of the letters of those one of a thousand, two of ten thousand that have made shepherddom. Uh, so therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorned its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So essentially, faith is... Confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And so I, you know, here for a couple of weeks, and I hear a lot of newcomers to the brotherhood, uh, they enter, enter into a lot of hardships when you enter this this life, when you declare yourself. And it's, it is hard. You know, there's nothing that, uh, that we go through that's easy, especially when you declare yourself to be righteous or at least strive for it but we remember what Christ went through and what we go through is nothing compared to what he went through and so that's why we shouldn't lose heart and we should have you know, the true faith even if it means we go to our death for this life
0: and so how does one develop faith?
3: <laughs> well, again because we that have... didn't help me
0: uh... <laughs> it sounded, but it didn't help me was anybody
3: help with that? But it's not a put down. No, it's okay. Yeah, no. So for it's me, about, I can, can only tell you for me. Right. You have faith? Of course. And you never doubt? Never. Nice. Not anymore. This is
0: this I used to. No, no. No, I'm saying. How did you develop faith? True faith.
3: True faith yeah. is I went through a lot of experiences like everybody else, good, bad, some that were done to me, some that I did to myself or to others before I became reborn, before I found the Word of God. Right. And so once I discovered that and started looking for the answers like a child, you know, became childlike again and stopped assuming I knew everything, became inquisitive and looked at everything like a mystery again right. and started to study and read, that's when the answers were there. And the words of men from 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years ago confirmed what was being revealed to me in my lifetime and since I had the testimony of two witnesses myself and those before me it eliminated all doubt there wasn't any more doubt at that point and that's when the faith came okay um
0: so you have faith now and never doubt no what's it like for you
3: to live that way it's not that easy it's not easy to live that way? It's not that easy. Why not? Because you have, to, you have to throw off what you want. You have to give up your own wills and desires and uh, give up. Give me an example what, for, for all of us, what you mean by that, throw off. Well, a perfect example is some of the things that we do to ourselves for pleasure, you know. Well, don't go that way. No. <laughs> you, I'm sorry I asked. You know, I I mean I mean not the flesh. Meantime. I mean things of the flesh, food and oh. chemicals oh. and and uh, <laughs> you know sleeping in. Like I'd rather be sleeping in right now, not in church discussing and fellowshipping, right? You know I would rather be I'd rather be watching TV than to work in my yard and to raise my my, my chickens and to you know I'd rather be uh, reading car magazines than to be homeschooling my children, you know. So right. we have to throw off all those fleshly, fleshy desires and do what's right and do what we're called to do because my children are before me, my home is before me, my fellowship is before me, and that's what's revealed to me.
0: Nice. Okay.
3: This is an amazing question, by the
0: way. The young man was unfolded at and end back there. How do you develop faith, true faith? Thank you for that, man.
11: Um, I think, like other people have said, through experiences, but also, like, um, being willing and uh, understanding that God's working in your life. So just being, like, open-minded when you go through experiences, even if they're bad, good, whether you do it or someone does it to you. Just understanding that there's a greater purpose at hand. So um, you know that you have someone that's always watching out for you, someone that always loves you, and someone that always cares for you.
0: You have true faith?
11: I don't yet, no. And why not? Um... I'm still working on a lot of things through my life, still dealing with um, trying to put my emotions behind me and think clearly.
0: And uh, have you gone and forgiven?
11: I have not yet, no.
0: Oh, what's are suffering then. <laughs> How are you working on it? Why haven't you gone and forgiven your mother?
11: Um, I still have to kind of come to grips with everything that, that's happened and um, understand that she was working with the best that she had, that um, her childhood definitely affected her. And, yeah that she was playing with different cards than I'm playing with today.
0: And when you say you have to come to grip with that, you don't understand that right now?
11: Um, no, I definitely thought that uh, my childhood was different, and then when I look back at it now, I kind of see a lot of things that happened that I didn't realize were happening before. Yeah.
0: And do you, re- you realize you-, you resent her and you need to forgive her? I do now, yeah. So now that you know, why not just go and do it?
11: Yeah, that's what I need to do.
0: Don't put it off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because tomorrow is not promised to you. Amazing. Okay. Um, This young man had his hand. And then this young lady. And right here. I'll take the young man first. How do you develop true faith?
10: Hello. Thank you.
12: I think it's just one word. uh, Believe. And as far as uh, in comparison to a child... When I was a kid, and I believed, I, I I didn't have logic to analyze it and think about all these answers that have been given today are answers from adults that think, but to get faith, what you're saying is the absolute seed, it's the beginning of. And and I think that as for us to have faith like a child, we have to give up all of our reasonings and rationales and say do I believe or do I not?
0: Do you have true faith? Absolutely. Oh okay. And you never doubt? Yes I did. Do you doubt now? No. Ever doubt? No. Oh okay. Nice. Amazing. I like your shirt by the way. Hey amazing. (laughs) Nice. Yes ma'am how do you develop true faith?
4: I think just uh, the, the only thing you could really try to do is just try to keep your cup empty. What? Try to keep your cup empty. What? Try to keep your cup empty. Oh. <laughs> your metaphorical cup empty.
0: So oh, okay. that you could
4: be filled with the Holy Spirit.
0: All right. Do you have true faith? I,
4: I hate to answer in absolutes because <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like to declare absolutes. But uh, I don't know. At this moment, I want to say yes.
0: What? I want to say yes. But you're not going to? <laughs> <laughs> she said I want to say yes, right? All right but you're then not I'll going to? Say,
4: then I'll just say yes.
0: You, what?
4: I'll just say yes.
0: I don't want to press you into okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Are you sure? I could just
4: go with how I feel at this moment. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know what else to go on.
0: All right. I I definitely have you, don't. Have you heard that faith come by uh, hearing? You heard that before as a Christian, right?
4: From hearing, like hearing the word.
0: Right. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, what's your first name? We're back. Did you say faith come by hearing, right? You heard that before, right, as a Christian, right?
4: Yeah.
0: I think Did so. that make any sense to you?
4: Um, not not too much. I mean, I yeah, I always have problems with... Uh, the idea that because what you hear, you hear from some other person, you know, and then you just have to take their word for it. I've never but when you understood heard that the idea at another of just church. believing what someone tells you.
0: When you heard that at another church, yeah, is faith come by hearing, yeah, and hearing by the word. By, the word of God. By, by what by the, word of God. by the word of God? When they said that at the time, what went through your mind, if you can remember?
4: Uh. I think just, just what I just said, that hey, I, I'm, skeptical, test, so I'm skeptical of everything I all right? hear. It's
0: a fellowship. <laughs> we're all discovering, we're edifying and helping one another, right? Yeah. So what now?
4: I said I'm skeptical of everything that I hear.
0: You are? Yeah.
4: Everything that I hear in the world. I'm like, eh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe not.
0: Well, you a helped. help. <laughs>
4: <Sorry>. <laughs> well, I did want to say, though, I don't, think, I don't think it's, it doesn't make sense to me that it's difficult. What? I don't think that it's difficult to have faith. I think if you have faith, that if you have true faith, that you're always exactly where you want. There's no place I'd rather be than right here, right now. I mean, this is where I want to be at this moment. and There's nothing I'd rather do. And right. I, I think if you, that if you have faith, that you're, you're always where, you, where you're supposed to be. And I don't know. There's an element. Of, to me, I mean, besides keeping your cup empty, I think there has to be an element of gratitude. But I don't really know how to put that. I don't know how to explain that. But I have think you ever to be thought about, do everything.
0: I have faith? What's that? Have you ever wondered if you have faith or not?
4: Um, I don't think so. I think, I think I've think i always uh. believed in God. Oh, uh, like, without question. I just oh, believed. Okay. In, in a way, you can't explain, like, why do you believe? I can't explain it. I just always...
13: So do. you
0: believed about him or in him? In him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Samuel and then Doug want to respond. And Hermes. <laughs> and Ermus did an amazing job putting that event. He did all that. My PR guy, I forgot that. <laughs> he might not know how to read, but he know how to put an event together. <laughs> And to volunteer, thank you all, two ladies. That was really, really nice. Thank you. Um, how, do you how does one develop true faith?
14: Uh, I think that I was thinking about it a little bit, and I think that in the same way, how you do the silent prayer and you look at the not you, and then that, that, that's how God reveals the real you. It's using that same idea to analyzing what true faith is, is you you look at what true faith is not. So to me, true faith is not anxiety, is not depression, is not worrying about what you, what you have or what you don't have or comparing yourself to another person. And then once you see what true faith is not, it's easy to know what true faith is.
0: And do you have true faith?
14: Um, as I'm going through the growing pains of, you know, waking up, I have true faith. I know what true faith is, but there's always those moments where I'm like, you know, I'm believing the thoughts and I'm believing the lies. So, so
0: you doubt sometimes?
14: Sometimes, yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm able to recognize it and then correct it and I'm moving forward. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Um. Yeah, hands everywhere. This is nice. (laughs) Mary, let me do this. Hermes and Doug and then you and everybody and mama. I like this. Uh, I'm sorry. Do Doug first. Doug, how do you develop true faith?
15: You said it. You said you doubt every thought.
0: I said that? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You believe that? I do. Do you have true faith?
15: Yes. Why is Joel cracking up? Again? <laughs> Joel laughs at everything. I find myself uh some some things like don't bother me at all, and I know that I have faith in that moment, but then there's some things that I kind of get in my head about and i I do snap out of it, but I do almost immediately get into my head, and I don't know exactly why that's kind of why I hesitated when I said, "Yes." Um, so, yeah, I, I think I do have faith. I just kind of see myself kind of in and out of my thoughts.
0: So you doubt sometimes?
15: There are times when I doubt, but pretty similar to what Samuel said. I I kind of see it Sandy, you're the Mexican car wash boy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's known for that.
0: Okay, so you doubt sometimes?
15: I d- I'll doubt sometimes, but then I'll see that I'm, this is ridiculous, I'm doubting. Like, for instance, this. We had to, at my work, we had to get a flu shot. And I'm thinking to myself, I wish I could just pay somebody to, like, just say that I got the flu shot. Because we it's mandatory. We had to do it.
0: You want to pay somebody to say you. Uh huh. Because we. That's it's, faith.
15: Yeah. And then I realized, I realized that. I realized that this is ridiculous. Why am I worried about this? And then Friday, we got this letter saying that nobody could say anything to us if we took the flu shot or not. So nice. it's kind of like, you know, you. I do see myself, like, worked up about it, but then, then after a while I'll just be like, this is ridiculous, I don't want to worry about this, and then something will happen like that, and it's like, it, so I, I do think I have faith. Faith. All right. I, Hermes. I know of faith. You
0: bet. Yes. How, do you have true faith?
16: I'm going to name it and claim it. I'm going to say yes, I do.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs>
16: what do you say? I said, I'm going to name it and claim it. So I'm going to say yes.
0: Oh, so you're going (laughs) to (laughs) lie.
16: No, I go, um, I think what I do is I recognize when I don't have faith, I know that the lack of faith brings on fear and insecurity and doubt. So similar to what Samuel said, um, this is what he said, but I just know I recognize the moments when I don't have faith, which is.
0: So do you have true faith?
16: Uh, no, I don't think I have true oh, faith. Don't. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, God, right here, and then Mary, after, right after that. Yes. How does one develop true faith?
1: Well, if I may, at first, I would like to um, reply to what the young lady said. Of, uh,
0: no, you cannot. You're not on a TV show. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead.
1: Um, just about the hearing of. Um, that faith comes by hearing, yeah. and hearing by the, from the Word of God. And for me, I understand that the Word of God is truth. And so when I hear truth, it resonates within me, and, I he, and that, would tell, that is what helps correct me. And so hearing that truth is what leads me, and that's how I build faith, because I believe that faith comes by experience. It's by testing the waters, and knowing that this is right, and this is wrong, and I know that within me, if I take the time through silent prayer, you know, to, um, to really look within and hear God speaking and let him guide me, you know, to make those, those corrections. And do I have true faith? It's in a process. I would say at this moment, no, um, because every day I'm experiencing new things. Yeah. And as I experience new things, I am waking up <sighs> to the reality that God has created me yes. to be in. Instead of saying that, oh, I have it all under control, I think that also deals with having childlike faith. Is, as a child, because um, I have four of them, you know, they're always curious. They're always asking questions. And I need to continue to ask questions, ask questions of myself, ask questions of what I see,
0: yeah.
1: ask questions of just what's going on around me. And when I do that, I start to understand what true faith really is. Okay. And that's when doubt um, slips away. Because I don't hold on to it
0: anymore. Amazing, thank you, Mary. Mary, Mary, quite contrary.
5: Never contrary. Do you have true faith? I realize that I don't have. I'm sorry. I realize that I do not have it. So I have it in the in the moment when, in other words, I don't. I realize that I don't have faith. But when I'm presented with something, it it comes to me what to do so that I follow that faith.
0: So you don't have true faith, but when something happens, you're able to do it?
5: Yeah, because it resides... Faith it, resides within in me, but okay. I don't...
0: Give me an example of what you mean, Mary.
5: Well, what I mean is... um, I don't know. I, I, I guess... I will say it this way when I was a, s- a small child and bad things would happen I always realized that that God was there and he would help me. Just
0: and that's how you are as an adult now.
5: Yeah, I mean if I, I mean I, I, yeah, I can be totally bad and belligerent and rage out at people but when it comes to being quiet and realizing something that's f- about me that's going to help me I realize that it'll be there when I need it but I'm not I don't I don't know that I have it in in other words I'm not a fighter I just want to do the right thing and when it comes to me to do it I'm I'm able to see
0: oh okay amazing did I see your hand and then here okay do you have
6: true faith um I'll say yes you I say yes. Yeah, because I've been.
0: Um, so you you had a choice of yes or no. You chose yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <I do. laughs> I'll say yes. I'll take number two.
6: No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm saying it because um, while well, everybody was talking and saying about childlike. Um, do you have true faith? Yes.
0: And how do how did you develop true faith?
6: I think what he said through experiences, like. Do you think it, what she said. No, I know. <laughs> that it was because of what he said like it resonated with me like right. through experiences I've been bad experiences like really dark going through the really dark places yeah. and losing almost everything that you had on control through those experiences I've real I came to realize that the only thing that I can overcome life it's through giving it to God and that has helped me. Sometimes it's difficult cuz my mind gets in the way and tells me different things, and I, be, I react a little bit, but then I catch myself, and I'm like, okay, no, I'm not going to give in on this. And I think that's faith, too, catching yourself and changing it. Okay. It's an act of faith in and of itself. No, you don't have to always be perfect. You can have thoughts and le- react a little bit, but if you catch it and correct it and giving it to God, I feel like that's an act of faith, and you're already having faith. And that's how I feel like I'm living today.
0: Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. get it. Yeah, man, you, uh, how does one develop true faith?
17: Um, thanks.
0: I don't know.
17: And Is this your first
0: time here? Yes. Oh, welcome, man. Thank you, sir. What's your name? TJ. TJ. Wow, <laughs> whole lot—a black TJ and a white TJ. <laughs> uh, no
7: TJ, right Where? Next to Victoria.
0: And another TJ. <laughs> they must be running out of names. <laughs> I know. Just name him TJ. Nice. Okay. Uh, um
17: so do you have faith? Um no, I don't think so. And um the reason I think that I struggle with is that um I think as we get older we acquire stuff and we you know go through your careers and you know you acquire things and faith I think is like you shouldn't have fear of losing things. And I've realized that when I want to make decisions about things, I'm always worried about, you know, what I could potentially lose. Even yeah. though, you know, this might be the right choice or it feels right, I'm constantly thinking, like, you know, what I'm going to lose. So I realize uh, I don't have, like, I don't have that lack of fear that a child That's has. deep,
0: man. Yeah. That is a perfect sign of not having faith. Yeah. Really. Um. Have you heard me say, "Go and forgive your your mother and your father?" Yeah, have you done that? No <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> <laughs> what uh why have you done it? <laughs> Thats a good question.
17: Uh, uh, so my dad has has passed away hes he did he did <laughs> and, and my mom actually doesn't live in this country i'm not I, I wasn't born in this country.
0: Oh, are you the son to that woman that who just went to the court? <laughs> I don't know. What's her name? Amy, oh, Amy Barrett. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Didn't Amy Barrett adopt a black child? Is that you? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
17: she adopted... Um, my my sister, not
0: <laughs> Oh, I thought a boy and a girl. Uh, it was me, no. Oh, okay.
17: Yeah,
0: yeah. And so your mother live in another country? Yes. Are you able to FaceTime with her?
17: Um. Yeah, 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 I can.
0: Yeah. You sure?
17: <laughs> I can, I just don't. Like, you know, we're growing apart, I think. So I don't enjoy talking to her. I think she means well, but we're just, you know, not on the same wavelength.
0: You don't enjoy talking to her? <laughs> Nobody enjoys talking to their mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's a task.
7: Yeah.
0: Um, but do you know you need to forgive her so that you can develop faith?
17: Um, uh, I need to forgive her to develop faith. Um,
0: because uh anyone who has anger yeah. is outside of God he's not he's with you but he's not being to bring you into the kingdom and guide you mm-hmm. until you forgive so he can bring you in uh do you understand do you know that you heard yeah. me say that before yes, right? yes, yes, yes yes and do you believe it
17: i've heard you say it a lot but maybe in my mind i feel like i don't hold anything against her i just don't enjoy you know talking to her. like she's just very oh why don't you call or you know it's always about her and what she's going through you know? right
0: yeah well you need to forgive her for that
17: <laughs> yeah yeah you
0: know, that's selfishness
17: yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i know what you
0: mean and so why don't you for- are you afraid to face her no i i'm you're in a different country now <laughs> yeah, i'm safe <laughs> <laughs> you're safe <laughs> yeah um, what, do you, what do you think would happen if you went and said, you know what, I don't enjoy talking to you. It's always <laughs> about you. <laughs> You're an ego to it, but I'm sorry for resenting you for it. I know you can't help it.
17: Um, I, think, um, I think it wouldn't go over too well. I think that... It, it would not?
0: Yeah. just just cause
17: we're More so, like, the family. Like, I have, like, all my siblings here in in America and I think it would just be a lot of comments about, you know, why are you hurting mom's feelings and all that stuff.
0: And so that's why you won't forgive her?
17: I forgive her but I won't tell her.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
17: <laughs>
0: but, <you know. laughs> Keep the peace. <laughs> Keep the peace. Um, yeah. But he's not gonna be free which is more important, your family and what they think or your soul? My soul. Okay. So, why don't you put that first instead of, and forget about the family, what they're going to think? Because you will build an army against you. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. But God is with you, so it wouldn't matter.
17: And I've heard you say, I think, like you said, that you're, you're doing it for yourself, not for them. Right. But sometimes I just think, like, if I do this, like I'm setting out to hurt her or something. No, uh, it
0: only hurts her her ego and not her because she doesn't want to face the the truth about herself. So you're not hurting her. Mm -hmm. It's her ego. And by you dealing with her, she may think about it down the road somewhere. Oh, my son is right. I need to forgive. I need to apologize. And so if you love her, you would forgive her.
17: Okay. I'll smoke on
0: it. (laughs) 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 Do you smoke pot? (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> you will. <laughs> uh, forgive your mother, man, so you can overcome that fallen state. All right? Any questions for me is this is your first time?
17: No, just uh, just happy to be here.
0: I'm glad yeah, you're here. You. you live in L.A.?
17: No, I live in Houston. Oh, yeah? I came down for a friend's like birthday.
0: Right Saturday, on. Well, I'm I glad you're him, here, yeah. man. Yes, um, yes sir. Yes, you have earlier. Okay, let me take you here first.
12: I just I just wanted to share with you. I thought you'd be a uh, you'd be proud. Actually, everybody be proud. Came from Oklahoma, and uh, I think not. I think I know. I post online. We we're at the Grand Canyon. My mom liked it. Never heard a word from her. She didn't know I was going anywhere.
0: <laughs>
12: nice. I, I, you know what I mean? I thought about you I was like, man, yeah, I think J.C. – He'd appreciate that. I so. do.
0: You know what I mean? Did she jump off the Great? Te- no, she oh, no.
12: That's that's the thing. I still haven't heard a word from her. No. Nice. She, she had, it's she hadn't she hadn't texted me. She hadn't responded on Facebook or anything,
0: and I think that's uh, I you can, uh So you forgave her? Well, this is your I first time it, here too? It's right? my first time. Yeah. Uh, What's your first name? Cody. Thank you for coming, Cody. Absolutely. So uh, you forgave her?
12: I didn't, and I actually wanted to talk to you about that. Okay. I did go to my father and forgive him. Uh, however, with my mom, I truly don't believe there's anything to forgive her for, and I'll tell you why. Okay, she put my father first in everything. If if we got, I was a baby out of six. If anybody got in trouble, wait till dad gets home.
9: He's gonna deal with it.
12: And that's how it was through my entire life. I never, never a mommy's boy. I was never even though I was a baby. I wasn't a baby. He wasn't a baby. Not at all. Not at all. So,
0: but and yeah. So she was perfect in the way she raised you. I believe so. She made no
12: mistakes. No mistakes because she left it up to my dad. Right on. To to make the choice. That's the old make, school way. It's old school. My no. dad's very old school. Did he make mistakes? Absolutely. Right on. And I did forgive him for that. Uh, he still holds a lot of anger today. And I, I just see that in him, but you know, he's always thanking God on Facebook and whatnot.
0: Yeah, angry people always thanking. God. I know, and, and I try to thank you, Lord, in a nice Lord way. Oh, mercy!
12: Right, in a nice way. I kind of, I kind of throw out hints to him, like, "Man, you got to get rid of the anger." And yeah. I know where it came. He had, Why don't you just tell
0: time. him not and not be nice about it? Because he yeah. might not realize it until you just tell him. Sure. I mean, we only live about thirty miles apart,
12: but. Kind of feels like three hundred miles. Yeah. The fact that I do my own thing, I raise my son here, and I work. I mean, that's that's what I do. So, no right girlfriends, on, none of that junk. I just I do me.
0: Nice, huh? Yes, sir. And It's nice to have a life. It is. It's yeah. Amazing. My, my life
12: is. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's raising him to be a man. Right on. Absolutely.
0: Where's his mother? She lives in the same state. Were you guys married? Divorced.
12: Yeah, he was not born out of wedlock. Oh so,
0: nice. But uh, white people don't have a baby time weather. That's our job. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> All in the name. But yeah, she's
12: same state and uh, I have her half time or have him half time. She has him half time. Nice. Yet. So nice. I did go to the courts and I fought for him, Oh you just did? so you know. Uh, but it didn't I didn't spend a bunch of money. Oh good. I had a very good friend as an attorney.
0: Oh, would well, that help? Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you have him.
12: Right on. I appreciate That's it.
0: That's the way it should be. Any questions for me?
12: No, man. I just wanted to tell you I appreciate having all, all of us here, and uh, I'm glad that my son and I got to come. We, yeah.
0: We came just for you,
12: man. So nice. Uh, yeah.
0: I appreciate that. Absolutely. That's something else. Ten years old, right? Yep. Amazing. Cool. Um, let me ask Francisco. Francisco, by the way, is not my cousin. <laughs> I am not related. He's a Mexican, I'm a black. Black and brown. And I'm black and too. I don't drink and I don't wear I drink. contact lenses. I drink wine once in a while with a steak. But all right, so all that clear now. All right. Huh? <laughs> uh, what a mess. What a mess. Um how does one develop true faith? I, I, I really don't know. Uh, I uh, remember
15: hearing, you know, stories in the Bible of the uh, centurion who uh, who had more faith than anyone. Just when Christ just tell me, and I'll go, um, I'll take that message, and uh, you know, the must have the faith of a mustard seed. I guess I have less than that. So
0: you don't have faith. I, I have very small faith. Oh, okay. See, small he's faith. not my cousin.
17: <laughs>
0: my family member have faith. No, I'm playing. All right. Yes, James. Okay. And then the young man, and then we'll move on from this. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I forgot.
13: Sivink in the chat on Twitch says, what does true faith mean?
0: You can tell she doesn't have it.
13: <laughs> right.
0: I. I to believe without doubting, really. You can literally live a life and never doubt. It's amazing that that can happen. And never, ever, ever doubt. I was telling uh, my, uh, well, God is morning, dark. I'm like, wow, it's amazing how human beings, as human beings, regular human beings, We don't know anything. We really don't know anything, but we think that we know. We think we're so smart and we be helping each other and what we're saying is true, and it doesn't make any sense. It's all lies. It is so far away from what God has. You can't figure it out. It's crazy how it is. We don't know anything. What you read in books? It's just stuff you read. You don't know if it's true or not. And then you go out and quote it. You look smart, but you're not. <laughs> we are. Did the Bible say we were, we were no worth a dung or something
3: like that?
0: But did it say we are not worth anything? We don't know anything. We can't do anything. It does say that. You better go do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say that, wife. Yeah, I think it says, of ourselves, we do nothing, we know nothing, we're just like dung or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, filthy rag. There's a Joel about it. <laughs> He's like... Righteousness ...is what
1: you're talking about. What did it say? Um, that um, our righteousness before God is like filthy rags, which is dung. You know?
0: Yeah. Did you ever, you ever read that? I do not think so. Oh, yeah, is in there. And the point is, we're, we're, we're not as important as we think we are. You know what I'm saying? And it's all ego to think that we are important. We are not important. So cut it out and just live a regular life. You'll be happier. So, is that person still there?
13: No, mean, that,
15: was a, that was a chat.
0: Oh, okay.
13: And then another chat, Mizkin on Twitch says, I don't see how never doubting is true faith.
0: What? <laughs> what the anyway. I don't see how how would that not be true faith if you never doubt? All right. The lines are full. Okay, let me do this first, sir. Okay. Um, right here. He's been waiting for a while.
13: So
0: the collars. Okay.
13: <laughs>
0: I like the fellowship. It's really cool. So I'm happy about this. Uh yes, sir.
1: Okay, so how do
0: you de- how does one develop true faith? By just admitting you're wrong. It's the easiest thing
1: to look and see, especially if you know the Bible. Like, I, I used to be a hardcore Bible thumper. It's, easy, it's the easiest thing to look around and see evil, quote-unquote. But, like, to look inwardly and realize that that evil is also coming out of you. And that you need to take the action to uh, free yourself by forgiving. Because you just were operating by nothing out of hatred. That's the, that's the way you truly develop the faith.
0: And do you have true faith? Yes, sir. And you never doubt?
1: No. Oh, the thoughts come, right? but just knowing that it's not of me and it can pass over me,
0: that's faith. Okay. Amazing. Thank you, man. I saw Hermes first, and then I think the young lady in the back. And one phone call, and we will move away from this, all right? I put my little two cents in. Uh, Otherwise, James is going to be yelling. Oh,
16: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just two quick questions. When you say that, you know, the not doubting, so you're not saying that you can't have, you can always have, you can be tempted by thoughts of doubt, right? And, still, sleep, have, try and still, to tempt still have you. Faith.
0: Yeah, he will try to tempt you.
16: Okay. So you can still have the temptation in the thoughts, but as long as you don't believe into it,
0: well, wh- that's having faith. That when the temptation come because you have true faith, he would not even it wouldn't be a deal at gotcha.
16: all. Gotcha, okay. And then the second question is uh, is the ego, is that is it a spirit? And if yes. so, is it different? How is it different it's a than the
0: spirit a, of Satan?
16: And how is it a separate spirit than anger? It's on...
0: No, it is Satan's spirit is of anger, prowful, trying to be God. Okay. Yeah. It's all ego, that's why when you are not ready to face the truth about yourself, it hurts, and it feels like it's you, but it's not you that don't want to hear the truth. All right? Um, Yes, ma'am. And then, James, a phone call, and this young man want to say something right here about it.
4: Um, It's not doubting, like, is it a process? Like, as you keep growing, like, you're aware of it? Like, because you're saying... You never doubt. So is right. that a, a process?
0: It's not a process.
4: So you just immediately but, never doubt. But
0: you definitely grow in it. Once okay. you're born of the Spirit of God, you grow in it. Absolutely. Right to the last one. In not it Yeah. How you doing, sir? Better than I deserve. How about you, sir? Amazing. Do you have faith, true faith? Uh, I believe so, yes, sir. And, and how do
18: you develop true faith? I think uh, the more more time you're able to spend uh, with God, the, I think the stronger your faith grows. And when you say spend with Him, what do you mean? Um, doing things like this fellowship, uh, silent prayer. Uh, I know you say you, you spend a lot of time doing silent prayer.
0: Every day, every night for 31 years.
18: And you probably feel like your true faith has grown over that time. Absolutely. So I think that might be like a key in terms of of creating. Is this your first time here? It is. And what's your name? Dan. Dan? Yes, sir.
0: Thank you for coming. Any questions for me? Uh,
18: I think I have a few questions. I'd like you to sign the book later, after the show, if that's okay.
0: Oh, okay. Absolutely.
18: Uh, But that's all I got, sir.
0: That's all? Where are you from?
18: Uh, North Carolina.
0: Right on. So you just visited?
18: Uh, Yep. I'm just over here for a few days for work, and then I found out that you were in L.A., so then... So right I on. Be wrong if
0: I, well, I'm glad you're here, Dan. Likewise. That's amazing. Yes, James.
16: Two calls,
13: please. <laughs> the hate report. T- Taj or Taj from New Jersey is on the line and asks, how do you pray for someone? Taj.
0: Taj, welcome to church. Hey, Jesse, how are you? All this well, sir. How are you? I'm amazing. Thanks for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes, sir.
2: Yes. Um, um, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can. Go ahead.
2: Okay, so my question is, um, yeah, how do you react when someone asks you to pray? Because I've been doing um, the silent prayer every every day and night, like you said, and um, I just feel like it's redundant when someone asks you to pray for them because don't you have to kind of do... The, like the hoop and hollering prayer in order to do that, and it just it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Well, you know, um, my when I heard that my sister has three weeks to live, my older sister asked me to pray for her. Her name is Ruthie, right? And my prayer is that God's will be done for her. I don't know what that okay. is because that's the only because I may pray, oh Lord, keep her alive, and she'll yes. come and kill me, right? <laughs> Afterward, I'm like, oh Lord, kill her. Well, I would kill her, right? But I always wish everybody well, and that is a prayer. Let God will be done, even your enemy. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I we don't you know always... what to pray for for other, other wow. people nor ourselves. So let God's will be done uh, and wish everybody well.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. I also want to let you know I forgive my parents the other day.
0: Nice. How did it go?
2: It was um, it was good. I first I forgave my mom. She kind of, I mean, she kind of like, I forgave it, but she kind of like flipped it and kind of made it into a a lecture about forgiving, like and like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you like I what, I dog? Yeah, like <laughs> what, dog? And, like, wanted On and on for like twenty minutes. But <laughs> I, I think she understood. But my father, I really, I feel like he um, it really like set off a light bulb for him because he was help. T- like and things just started making sense to him. Yeah. Because he, he he told me, um, you know, all this time he felt, you know, if he was too um forceful in his teachings, he would be considered the bad guy. But if, if you know, if he um if he didn't let my mom do what she did then um, you know, he he would be um also be considered the bad guy. So it was like I don't, there was like no he, I just I feel like for telling him that I forgive him let him know that he, you know, it, it's not his fault. Like, it, things happen, yeah, because you know, past experiences.
0: Right on. So, how did you respond to the way your mother dealt with it?
2: I kind of just, I honestly, um, I knew she was going to respond like that, um, so I kind of just let it go in and out, um, in one year and out the other. But um, I do think that she, she understood. And um yeah, so now I'm just uh like from there. I mean after that I feel like I really got my courage back and I'm just trying to walk with faith from there.
0: Right on, man. We'll stay with the silent prayer and mm-hmm. doubt every thought you'll be fine.
2: Okay. okay, right. thank you so much.
0: All right, so whoever asked you to pray for them, just let God's will be done. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Do I have to take one more? Or that's
13: it. Yeah, please. All right. Uh, we're also gonna read super chats on your show tomorrow. We're gonna oh, okay. I appreciate that. All right. Um, Shay, I think, in Colorado has a testimony who she took he or she took your advice and talks about being born again. Shay.
0: Shay, welcome to
13: church. Good morning, Jesse. How
0: morning. are you? I thought Shay was a woman.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you a man or a woman? Morning? No. Okay, go ahead, Shay. How are you
19: this morning?
0: All this well, sir.
19: Well, um, I've been born again of the Spirit. What happened? What happened?
0: You went and forgave your mother?
19: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, I've done, I've uh, listened to your guidance the whole way.
0: And how did it go?
19: Oh, it went... Just like you said, you know, like you said it would go, you know. And, you know, she still does those things, but I've forgiven her. And it doesn't even bother me anymore. That's right. Like, I have no want anymore. I have, it's just amazing. I never thought I could feel this way.
0: Yep. It gets better, man. It gets better and better and better. You haven't seen anything yet.
19: (laughs) And I have a quick testimony on just how amazing it is, even from the get-go. Okay. I went. From smoking every day, hot and cigarettes, oh, every here. day, right? And drinking. <laughs> I had cut my drinking down to about once a week, but still, I would drink to excess where I would black out and everything. Yeah. And as soon as I got rid of my want, I didn't want to quit. I didn't want and gave it to God and I was born again.
7: Yes. This
19: happened after I was born again, the moment that I knew I was born again. I just, all three of those things just went away, and I haven't touched them.
0: Nice. You would
19: it, think that would be difficult, right? And it wasn't difficult at all. I had no want. He just took the desire completely away
0: from me. Amazing. And it's, so, it's so amazing. Did, did amazing you doesn't a, even touch it. Did you have an extra stash left over?
19: Did I have what?
0: Did you have some extra pot left over? I threw it in the oh. I threw it away. You threw cigarette. it away. No. <laughs> yeah, I did. I threw it all away. <laughs> what the? Well that's good, man. Stay with it it's it, it, it's so I
19: thank you so much You're welcome. for your guidance.
0: You're welcome. That's amazing. And Call it, me on the radio show too as well.
19: I will. And I have one question. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts on uh I accepted his grace? And then he sent, me, um, you, he sent me you to guide me. And then about three days after accepting his grace, he tapped me on the back with two fingers right between my shoulder blades on Who? that hump where your neck and your back meet.
0: Who? Who did that? God. Oh. <laughs> I'll run. <laughs> well, wow. I don't know what. Hey, call me on the show about that. I, I have some more questions about it, all right? okay yeah call me on the show yes sir thank you buddy um so joel did you want a little input about true faith uh, what's I, the I, one thing about joel black.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> Oh God.
14: Uh, i agree with the uh, doug though doubt all thoughts
0: and that's how you develop true faith? Yes. Okay. Do you have true faith?
14: Not all the way. No. Now,
0: and so how do you know it works? Makes sense. Oh, okay. All right. So this is a, uh, really important, and I love the feedback. So thank you all for the feedback. Because, you know, it's not about being wrong or right. It's about fellowshipping. And, and uh, what, James? One
2: more call. <laughs>
0: What? The? Yes,
13: sir. Jamar
0: from Long Island asks, "How can you have faith with no evidence?" Jamar. Jamar, welcome to church. <laughs> I Hi, forgot where I was. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamar.
20: Okay. Um. So my question is, how can I have faith when there's no like? actual proof that god actually exists
0: amazing uh what type of proof do you need
20: well um like something from the bible would make sense like uh like a talking animal or like a burning bush or like this this would be perfect this is something that actually like okay for example basically peter walked on water and Basically, it seems to me that all he had to do for, to walk on has faith. Because when he like saw the water and got scared, Jesus grabbed him and was like, "Oh, yeah, little faith." So, right. you know, I, I, I may not have enough faith, but I would think one pastor or somebody on the earth would have enough faith to, you know, be able to do something like that. You know, similar.
0: Oh, okay. So you don't yeah. have faith right now in God at all. I, no, I don't
20: believe that God exists, but I do believe in the Bible, but I just I don't think it should be taken literally.
0: Oh, okay. Here's what I recommend. It's enough to know that you don't have faith because a lot of people don't have faith and they don't know that they don't have faith. They think they do. So I recommend you get to know yourself. Do the silent prayer. Pay attention to yourself. Then you will know. He will reveal himself to you. It's better to know that you don't know did to think that you do know and don't know. All right.
20: That was a little confusing, but
0: no. Listen, I'm, I'm, you're on the right uh-huh? track in knowing that you don't have faith. At least you're okay. not fooling yourself. Okay. But you like to have faith, right? Yes. Get to know yourself. I, I would
20: like. I, I would like to believe that there is something. The way how people like make it seem, but like. I've never felt experienced
0: any huh? Forget about all that. It is enough to know that you don't know. Get to know yourself. Ask him to reveal himself to you, and he will. And then you would know that you know that you know that you know because if you just take someone else's word at it, you still don't know. You, need, you want to see it for yourself. Yeah. So uh, have you heard of my silent prayer. video?
20: I I, I have, and I I did try, like, to do that for a little while, but, like, it just, I I, I I stopped, but I actually, yeah, I I, I mean, I'm going to try again, like, this is what you're telling me to do?
0: Yes, it's enough to know that you don't know, do the silent prayer, ask God to let you see yourself, and I'm telling you, the rest is easy.
20: So, so i i actually been following you for a little while and you like the whole thing about like forgiving my parents and stuff and yes. like being like independent and all that like i, I like i've been like i've been following you for years and um i have been like sort of i have been like on like myself journey and like you know building myself and stuff like that have you but,
0: gone and forgiven huh did you go and forgive your mother
20: I, I, I kind of forgive them, like, secretly, but I did, like, <laughs> I did bring up the fact that... That's you know, the way to do it's it. Because my father, it's because my father left while she has resentment for him, and she takes it out on me. Yeah. And that's why we have all the problems and stuff, but...
0: You got go to do and forgive did. her.
20: I, I mean, I did, but it's just... No, like, I, you, said you I was can't do it to, like, secretly. Talk to her, you got to like, face tell her.
0: her, right? No, you got to face her.
20: Yeah, and that's, that's basically what I was trying to do, but it, she, it's just like she doesn't care.
0: Right. She doesn't need to care. God cares for you. He loves you, right? And so when you forgive her for the way she has treated you and the way she is, God will forgive yeah. you. You don't need anything from her. She doesn't need to care. you right. All right, so if she gets mad, that's fine. If she starts to cry, that's fine. If she starts talking about forgiveness to you, that's fine. If she lay down and died, that's fine. You forgive her, and God will forgive you. Don't ask for forgiveness. Okay. And thank do the you. silent prayer, and call me on the show.
20: Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, You're welcome. So, man. like, I actually, h- hello?
0: Yeah.
20: I- I've been trying to get in contact with you for a little while as well, because you have the the bond program, and, like, Um, I actually, like, last year, like, I was gonna, like, move to California, but, like, I couldn't get in contact with you. So, um, I I would like to, like, be a part of that some way, somehow. Like, even if, like, leaving New York and, like, come in and, like, be an intern over there some way, like, I'm willing to do that.
0: Okay, call the, um, call the office and leave your number. We'll call you back.
20: Okay. All right. Thank
0: you. You're welcome, buddy. Okay. Bye-bye. Amazing, yes, ma'am.
4: I just—his name was Jamal, right?
0: Yeah, Jamal?
4: I—I just wanted to say something about it. I—I I don't know. I got wor- all worked up. Maybe that's not right, but—but but to say you need an animal to talk to be a miracle—I mean, everything about life is a miracle. Everything about this life will find is it a miracle. Out once
0: he finds God for himself, it's yeah. not. He, you can't convince anyone about God. You become a living example, yeah. but you can't convince them because otherwise they'll just believe you, and that's not going to help them. But if he finds them for himself, and he can if he's seeking him, then he will see that life is amazing. Yeah. yeah.
4: But he's believing this lie, of, you know, that the, there could be a big bang and everything's just a coincidence. But he's and still that, seeking them. And the,
0: it's yeah. not like he's not wanting to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So don't get all worked up.
7: I know. I don't know worked why up. I got so worked up.
0: <laughs> you all worked up. Let me do this first because of time right, and then I'll get to you. Anybody have any other questions about anything? So listen, what I've discovered, and, and I'm not saying anybody's wrong. Everything's really nice. But the way to, to develop true faith it's when you can endure your enemies and all the many thoughts that you have, you will develop true faith. And what made me think about this, I'm counseling with a, a young man in another country, and um, you know he's now doing the silent prayer, and we've been giving him advice about you know how to get extra jobs to do the right thing. But one day he got angry at his father for something, and he went into his head. And he doubted everything. He doubted himself, his father, me, and everything. To a point, he wanted to commit suicide. He had, and he then he realized, Oh, I'm in my head. This is crazy, right? But when you can endure all the many thoughts that you're having, and your enemy, you'll be fine. What I notice about people with their enemies your enemy will shock you too, inwardly, you know, it'll shock you, and now Satan got you with the voices to build on to that, and now you hate your enemy, you hate yourself, you hate everyone, but if you're aware enough when your enemies even attack you, you'll be fine, and so let's say you're not aware enough, but you do find yourself overreacting within, and now you're in your head, you're feeling fear and doubt, and you wanna resolve the problem because you don't want it to be destroyed, whatever, right? Relaxing that pain. It just know you're in your head and you're having these weird feelings, fear or doubt, or worry, and just relaxing that. It's amazing what will happen for you. It's almost like you activate for better work. Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. They're inside of you and they will go to work for you and it's, it's resolved. But you gotta have the uh, the, the patient to endure it. And what I notice about most young people today, especially millennials, you don't have patience to endure anything. <laughs> i never seen such a weak group of people.
7: <laughs>
0: you got to start, and, and I was thinking last night, I wish I knew then what I know now because I remember when I would break up with a girl and I didn't want to break up with her. It would be like death. Ride down the freeway, the Pacific Coast Highway, all the way around from Los Angeles to Santa Barbara, singing, "What's that song?" Turn down the lights. <laughs> <laughs> anybody, anybody ever done that? You broke up with a woman, and you you just it looked like you just over, like you lose your soul. And I used to get in my car on a beautiful su- uh, Sunday afternoon, and now you can drive down the 10 freeway, and go all the way around the ocean to Santa Barbara, and the sunlight is shining on the water, glimmering on the water, and you playing your sad song, boo boo songs. <laughs> <laughs> Had I known then to endure that pain, I would be walking on water today. you got to endure pain, men and women you got to stop running away from pain. you got to stop trying to solve it. It's all ego. And somebody said that you want to lose something. And so that's why God says seek first the kingdom of God in his right way and all will be at it. You can only love God with all your heart, soul, and might along with nothing else. You can't love your house and your car and your friends more than God. You cannot love your children more than God. Because what the enemy does, your enemies out there, they'll come after you, after your kids, after your house, after your everything, right? And then if that doesn't work, they'll try to destroy your character. So you can't even love your character more than loving God. You cannot love God along with anything else. And through that, when you're doing the enemies, the physical enemies, you're able to relax and endure it because you know that he's working it out. And you develop faith like, it's crazy. It's just mind-blowing. But you got to endure pain. And when you get pain, you can't be yelling at other people. you got to, even your enemy that trying to destroy you, you have to wish your enemy well. Because they tell you, oh, your enemy is going to burn your house down. They're messing up your reputation, right? And that'll make you want to protect it. Don't do it. Reputation is not that important. Loving God is more important than anything else. And he truly got you back. And you'll get stronger and, and things will be happening. And you're like, wow, I used to be afraid when that would happen. Or I used to wonder about that. But it will be nothing to you. But you got to endure pain and stop tripping out. When you get fear or when you get doubt, you got to endure all things. The ups and the downs treat them the same. Count it all joy when you're being attacked. Count it all joy when many thoughts come to tell you, uh, oh, you, your father didn't show up today. Jesse's wrong about what he said. You're wrong. Go commit suicide. Don't do that. Relax in the pain, and you will see that he's with you, and that's how you develop true faith. Well, you can not read about it and hear about it, but when trouble comes, it's not going to work. But when you endure the pain, it will work. That makes sense? And stop whining and running from your pain. <laughs> oh, she left me.
7: <laughs>
0: he left me. Ladies, when they meet you, they're doing you a favor. <laughs> Thank God. And you're going to feel a little pain because you made them your God. So God is now missing, so you're going to feel the emptiness. You're going to feel the pain like nobody loves you, and you don't love nobody. But it relaxing the pain because had you not made Whatever it is that important, you wouldn't be having pain about losing it. Whether it's an automobile, your own children, your friendship, and any kind of thing. All right? You got to endure pain. Don't get high. That's not enduring the pain. (laughs) You got to take the pain and keep going forward and have joy. Don't go around looking like you're in pain, trying to make people feel sorry for you, or, and don't yell at people. Don't give them attitude. <coughs> then it is with God, and, and because it's a spirit, a warfare between good and evil. And so that, as somebody said it earlier, the the warfare is happening within you, and it's happening in other people against you. Don't try to get revenge. Don't, you know, just relax. Take the pain. God is with you. Do the silent prayer, and you may be in your head. And, feel it and you just don't feel like even moving, right? Move. Get up and do what's in front of you. You will see that God is with you, but you can't run from the pain because you're reaching outside for revenge or smoke or drink or whatever you may reach for. You've got to endure the pain because there are people who hate you. All those who truly believe in God and are children of God, you are hated by the children of Satan. They want you dead. They do. It's not them. It's that spirit in them, and they don't realize that it's not them. But now that you await, you realize it's not them, but it's that spirit. So God will fight you battle for you. He really will. And you will grow like natty going nose. Anybody disagree with that? Over here. Any questions about that? But you gotta endure the pain. Okay, let me tell her first. I think I saw your hand too, right? And right here. Let me turn you. go ahead. Oh, thank you.
8: So, what does it mean when that energy comes at you and you feel it? What is that? Why are you. Michael? Oh. Maybe it's, not in, it's green. It's green. Yeah. yeah, okay.
0: Hello? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what does it feel? Oh, when
8: uh, those, that energy is coming at you, and you're affected by it.
0: Right. Um, the, only re- the only reason you're affected by it, you believed it. You overreacted. And now I got you. Satan cannot control you when you're still. He only can control you when you overreact. Whether it's from uh, the thoughts or another human being. Pay attention. Watch and see if somebody wants control over you, they'll be real nice to you or they'll be mean to you. And if they can't get what you want, they'll go and tell your mama. They'll talk (laughs) about you to others because they're trying to get some type of reaction. But if you don't react, you will beat the battle. He will beat it for you. He will destroy it.
8: Do you call that out when you see it?
0: What do you mean call it out?
8: So if you're in conversation or... um, just randomly, because I mean, I know. You mean know like I've, if you're
0: talking to another person, you yeah. can see they're being mean to you.
8: Yeah, and you're not sure where it's originating from, and you know it doesn't belong to you, but it's still being thrown at you. I guess my question was, well, I guess it's one that I. But I want to be
0: thinking about all that. Yeah, I was you know, say, I It think doesn't it, belong to me. It's originated from. If you could just see that the person is evil, mm. because that's what it is. Just see it. If you need to bring it up, deal with it. If, if not, let it pass. Because there's some things you just let pass mm -hmm. and some things you deal with.
8: Would you say the person is evil or evil is just working in them at that moment?
0: Uh, The evil is in the person. They have an evil heart. The spirit made a home in them Mm -hmm. and they cannot help it. They literally, because people don't naturally want to hurt one another. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that they have that spirit that made a home in them and that's why you must be born again so you can overcome that spirit of hate and operate from the spirit of love.
8: If I'm bothered, does that mean the spirit's in me as well? Yes. Okay. That's that's more or less what I was asking. Because
0: what's going to happen once the ego Mm dies, you're not even bothered by what someone else thinks or what they try to do to you, because Mm -hmm. you know your father's with you, Mm -hmm. and he's handling it, whatever it would be. Okay. The mind can't conceive God working on your behalf. It can't, because you can't see God. You know what I'm saying? Out there, anyway, you don't see like a person working on your behalf, but he is in control of it. It really—it's mind-blowing. But you got to endure pain. That's not fun. <laughs> you should count it all joy. Uh, the young man right next to Victoria, and then us over here. Okay, that makes sense. So if you out, let's say you're out with the guys, you guys go to lunch sometime, right? And one of the guys at the table is crazy. Oh,
8: uh-huh.
0: Just look at him, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but not personal. You know what I'm saying?
8: That's the so, thing that I do still struggle with.
0: Yeah, you're judging.
8: Yeah, I take it personal because I'm like, don't talk to me that way or don't look at me like Beta. that.
0: Later.
7: <laughs>
8: right, I know.
0: Later <laughs> female. I know. Yeah. Let yeah. the young man that say, yeah. You had your hand, right?
10: Yeah, I, I was just... Realizing through everybody's comments. Oh, let me just say this
0: real fast. If you overreact, it means that whatever is happening is more important to you than what is right. That's why you're overreacting. (laughs) Otherwise, you cannot overreact. It's more important to you, and and so notice that, and you'll overcome that too. You really will overcome it.
10: Yes, sir. So I was just, I was just. Noticing that, as everybody was giving their <clears throat> their answers that um, my answer earlier reflected that I, I don 't have faith, and it 's because i 'm always in my head yeah. i 'm always doubting, and you know it's embarrassing to admit it, but i'm overreacting as well, even if i don 't overreact to the person that's coming at me yeah i 'll turn to somebody and i 'll say, "Can you believe what this person's doing?" Yeah and don't do that so i'm I'm like, where is my faith? You know.
0: Well, at so, least you're sitting next to another doubter. So.
10: it don't work out. So my. <laughs> so my question is, how do how do I? It's back to you. The same question. How do I build my faith? How do I build true faith?
0: By not overreacting. Really, just enduring it. Don't hate them. Don't hate yourself. But see it, watch it. You are the observer. God is the creator. He made all things happen, right? So you just, if someone being mean to you, you don't have to say, oh, you see, can you believe you have that person doing? Just notice it. And if you need to say something, say something. But notice it. And if you've gotten angry about it, now you're having all these thoughts about it, right? You got to endure those thoughts as well. And just know it's not from you and it's not from God. It's Satan tempting you to get to do something bad to destroy yourself, mm-hmm. to hate yourself or attack the person mm-hmm. or something, right? Yeah, really Just good. notice it, and you're going to feel the pain of it. Go through the pain. God is with you. And then if it gets too heavy, you can say, you know what, Jesus, I need help with this one. Help me through this pain, and he'll help you. Right away, he'll help you. But don't, don't you try to solve it at all. You want to overcome it. And you will see that God loves you, and his power is with you, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Meaning that those who are trying to destroy you, whether it's family members or whatever, or the many thoughts, you have the power in you, which is God inside of you, and he will handle it. Okay. All right? You. So you've got to start doing it. And you've got to feel like crazy because Satan can work the mind, and he'll bring thoughts and thoughts and thoughts. Most people run. Don't run from it. Endure it. All right? And he'll give you all kind of, oh, look, that person is mean, nasty, hateful, dumb, whatever, right? They think they're better than you. Uh-uh. <laughs> whatever, right? But you just notice it, but don't run from it. Relax in it. And keep going about your day, doing your work. Don't look like you're going through something. It's because you don't want to get self-pity from people. Right. All right? So just relax. Are you doing a silent prayer? No. Suffer. I should ask
10: that first. Because, you know, every, every time I try to do it, like all these thoughts run through my head, and then I'm wandering off, and, and I'm coming back. Yeah. And I'm trying to just be, you know. Did you go and forgive your mother? Uh, my, my mom and dad both died. Oh, they both died? Yeah.
0: You still need to forgive her for what she did while she was living, and your father for not protecting you. Mm-hmm. They couldn't help you, right? Then he'll bring you into the kingdom. And that's where life will start for you. But the fact that you can see all these thoughts when you're doing the silent prayer, mm-hmm. be still and know, mm-hmm. the fact you can see them is God allowing you to see. He's showing them to you. Allowing you to see, the real you to see, the not you. So you're on your way. Just relax through it and let yourself go through it. Don't let Satan tell you, oh, it's not working. You're having all these thoughts. Or it's not working. You're not having any thoughts. Or you see lights or darkness. Just observe. And uh, you get through it, okay. all right? That makes sense. Yeah. But you got to do the silent prayer, so he can. Another thing he does, he renew your mind. So eventually, when your thoughts or which are not your own or your physical enemy attack you, Satan so can't even bother you with the mind because you have a different mindset now. Your mind has been renewed, all right. So it's I've read about that in the Bible, but to live it is amazing. It really is amazing. You, anything else no okay yes sir let me you the young man the white shirt and then you
15: i just had a quick question
2: about um about like physical pain too because i noticed that when people get like a little headache or whatever they run to they're like oh i need to get tylenol oh i need to do this I it's like everything every time you're getting like a even a physical pain they run to something. So well, I'm wondering it's if it's a similar. best to try to endure
0: that too sometime, but if it get too bad, you have to see a doctor or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I'm saying the but little
2: the, the little things like.
0: If you don't overreact to it, you can handle it. It'll pass. I didn't know but if, if somebody's going get effect a headache and right away they got, oh, I got to get a, a Tylenol right away. Then they'll just get weaker and more dependent on the yeah. pill. Because a little headache will become a big headache. Now you need more pills. But if you endure that little headache and overcome it, you're less likely to reach for pill you get stronger even in sickness
2: yeah i was just yeah cuz when i was a little kid and i'd get you know sick or whatever my mom was like oh i got to get you and i was like no just yeah get, i just want to deal with it nice and then now i'm superman
0: right on yeah amazing right here in front of you given city me yeah uh
17: so i wanted to ask
0: Let me just say this, too. Even when you're enduring this pain, Francisco mentioned the mustard seed faith. If you have just mustard seed worth of faith, it is growing while you're enduring. It is literally growing. All he needs is mustard seed of faith, just a little bit. Your willingness to even try to wait is a mustard seed because you're showing trust for him. All right? Okay.
17: Okay. Okay. Um, so I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm <laughs> going to ask. Um, what
0: part of Africa are you from?
17: I'm from Nigeria.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
17: So, um, and he's actually. Uh, yeah, i part of <laughs>
0: You're Nigerian too? Ancestry.com. We're brothers. Do they have white people in Nigeria?
12: Not a lot. lot. thanks, so.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You have one brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go
17: ahead. So uh, the question is, you know, I have a few questions. The first is how do we get, and I think you kind of shared that, from where we are now to that place of true faith. And
0: By asking questions. God, no. let me see myself. No. What am I not seeing? That's the beginning of it.
17: Mm-hmm.
0: And most people will not ask questions. They don't really, they're not thinking about the right thing. They're thinking about what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, where they're going to live, how much money they're going to make, who they're going to party with. They're not seeking the things that will set them free. Right. So ask, and you shall receive.
17: And then I ask
0: God to let me see myself. I couldn't see myself. I yeah. didn't know myself. Yeah. And that's when things start to open up for me.
17: Okay. And then as you go on that journey, you start to find yourself, right? And... I think things are going to start happening like, you know, with work or, you know, how do you stay in that, um, I guess, mindset and not get pulled back into, you know, doubting and worrying and always trying to anticipate what's going to happen so you can solve it. And I think that's like a big issue. It's a
0: major issue. because you think you're trying to prevent things from happening, and you're creating things, you're making things happen, rather than letting God handle them. Uh, Once you go and forgive your mother, he's going to allow you to enter into the kingdom within. He'll renew your mind and everything, and so you will have the patience to wait, and he'll work it out for you. But if you don't have that, you're going to overreact and try to solve the problem yourself. Your mind needs to be renewed. And right now you have your mother's mind. You know how a woman think
7: mm-hmm.
0: and feel, right? But once you forgive, he's going to give you a logical mind. Even with women, they cannot enter into the kingdom because of their illogical mind. He, has to, he will renew their mind, cause it to become log- logical, and then he'll bring them in. Because that mindset is not of God, and it's not of the ladies, it's of Satan. And you can't come in, but you've got to face your mother so he can bring you into the kingdom. And do the silent prayer as well. Okay. And so you would naturally grow into being becoming his son, and the father would take care of you when things happen at work or anywhere okay. because you would have the patience to wait on him. You would know that he's taking care of it. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you face your mother. All right? Okay. Uh. So, so do you live here now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um Go on FaceTime and talk to your mother this week. And just let her know, I'm sorry for hating you. I'm glad I live in another part of the world. <laughs> it's easier this way, but I just want to tell you, I hated you. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you can't help it because I've become just like you. Uh, you're her image right now. You want to be created, recreated in God's image. Okay? okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh,
3: right here. Oh, okay. Right Wanted to share with you an experience that we had this week that, that to me is a confirmation of what we're, <clears throat> what we're talking about today and of God's existence and this whole thing being true. We were in a place, I don't want to say too much because of camera, but we were in a place looking to buy land. And we found uh, a perfect plot. We met with the agent, did the whole thing. Yes. Uh, we decided it's the right one. Uh, we have a family member that lives there in that area and we were discussing it with them, they said, let's go back and look at that plot. Maybe we can talk about helping you get into it a little sooner. And so there was a lot of good things starting to happen, like we were going to make a decision to make it happen. We went back to the place where it was, showed it to them. As we went to leave that area, uh, someone tried to basically run us off the road. They had a, There was a road rage incident. They, they ran, tried to run us off the road. And threw stuff at our car. Your whole family was in the car, with you it guys? It was uh, one of my daughters, my son, my wife, and another family member.
0: Was it Black Lives Matter or
3: something? Uh, no, the uh, opposite, in fact.
0: Oh, White Lives Matter.
3: No, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was. It was a it was, Matter. It was a tomato, MAGA hat-wearing person. Now, well, I'm a Trump supporter what too, does but that well, I don't want to say red. You know, I don't want to use the term, but. What's a tomato? Oh, a redneck? Yeah. He red. He red. So. Uh, well, at I, least there
0: was another white person,
3: right?
0: He, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't
3: know. I, I'm not the same group as them. Let me just tell you that. Although I am a Trump supporter. But they must have been coming back from his rally. And they were all amped up. So they tried to run us off the road. They threw something in our car. And it was a big mess, right? We didn't really overreact, my wife and I. We said, let's just call the cops and have them pull them over. Yeah the relative that was with us had a big problem and tried to fight this person, wanted to get out of the car, wanted to argue. When we finally got back to their house, they wanted to be the one to tell the police everything on the phone. You know, it's my car. I was driving. Yeah. And then the rest of the afternoon turned into them being angry at me and us for not allowing them to get out of the car or not allowing us to for him to deal with the police which ruined the entire afternoon we were going to come back and talk about how we're going to buy this land yeah. and we're going to take steps to do it and i you know we didn't react that way right on. my blood pressure didn't go up my hands didn't shake and i actually said that to him
0: right on
3: i said why are you allowing the evil of this idiot to yeah. come in and now you're making a bigger issue out of this i That's mean right. our incident with him lasted not even 10 minutes and we actually watched the cop get him and pull him over, and we waved and laughed at him as we were driving by. That's right. And that was, that was all that we wanted. <laughs> when well,
0: next time they want to get out, put him out on the freeway. Okay, you stay, we leave him.
3: That's what I told her. I said, I said next, okay, if he does that, I'm going to drive away. Man, we gone. I'm going to leave him in the street and let him drive away. That's the, right. That idiot in the trunk's like, follow me, follow me. I'm not following you. I'm not the police follow you. That's Jack. right. So Amazing. So it's just to that's me a that's a perfect
0: example of not overreacting. Yeah,
3: and that's evidence of of his will and the and the, and the enemy as well. Absolutely, man. And uh, you know, if it wasn't for what's happened over the last year with my transformation, I would have reacted very poorly. I yeah. would have got out in the car with him and probably got shot because these people are all carrying guns in that area. And so, and the, that's the way that's it is. That's
0: what Satan wanted. Yeah, for you to overreact. And take you out of here and leave your family without you. Yeah.
3: And, yeah. He, and he, he was successful for a short time in disrupting our goal of creating a new life and a new homestead. And so now you days... You tell his family member he's never going with you again. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. said, they've said, if you're going to act like that, you're not going to get in the car. Or I'm going to, just like as you said... You open the door, I'm going to leave you that's right. there to deal with it. Absolutely, man. It's not
0: my problem. You don't let him put you and your family lives at risk no. like that. That's insane.
3: I actually had, I locked the window, and that's why he opened the door, because he wanted to roll the window down when we finally got to a place where we can be next to each other with what? that Is he a Christian? Uh, he's working on it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, 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 he's struggling with it, but yeah. he's going through a lot himself. Amazing. But, but he called later and told us that, you know, you were right Nice. Uh, I I acted in, improperly, and we've been in talks on how to get through this process and get this piece of land going. Is so.
0: he an important part of buying the land? Do you need to
3: talk to him about the land or can you be no, done with him? not necessarily. But I'll be but done with him there for now. But uh, the we reason get your land. Yeah. The the reason why it was it was helpful because it would allow us to do it sooner.
9: Just oh, to, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. In case
3: that piece of property gets sold right. or. Okay, I got that sort of thing. So it was, it was like a blessing was starting to happen, and the devil saw that and put that in our that obstacle in our way. Absolutely, man.
0: But I'm glad you dealt with it right. and Your family needs to see that, and and so does this guy that you're with. He need to see somebody doing it the right way, and that would encourage him. Amazing, man. Thank you. Nice. Let me take the young man, and then we got to end. I have my brand new biblical question. It's an amazing question. It is an amazing question. It's going to make you want to slap your mama.
13: (laughs) Hello, my name is Malik. Oh, hey,
0: Malik. This your first time?
13: It's my first time here. Welcome, man. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Um, It's my first time ever coming to a church like group church in general. If this is a church, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's a church.
13: Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm born in Armenia. And I'm sure a lot of people know or may, maybe not know what's happening there. Yeah. It's the first Christian nation. Right. They believe in God like no other, maybe like no other nation. Yeah. Currently, they're getting bombarded by the next-door nation. But they still believe in God, and they still believe in the fact that they're going to win. Now, when you're suggesting that we need to think positively about the enemy, who's currently blowing up cities and killing children... How do you think positively amongst those people?
0: That's a really good question. Wow. Joel, want to answer that really fast, and I'll add to it. That's a, I a actually really want to add one,
13: one last thing. I, I'm a real estate agent, if you guys need to buy land.
0: you definitely from Armenia. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's for sure. Yes, sir.
0: So over in Armenia they're having this war, and they're trying to kill the Armenians. How do you think positive about your enemy in that case?
14: Get him back. No, I really <laughs> um, <laughs> Understanding that they, you know, they can't help it either. Um, they got issues, you know, This. Can you turn the mic for me? They can't help it either. But how do you think
13: positive
0: about well? them? Here's where, because of time, and he's somewhat right, don't hate your enemy. You don't have to think positively about them. Just don't hate them, because if you hate them, they will conquer you. But if you don't hate them, you will clearly see how to conquer them, how to defeat them. Because when you hate them, your mind going into darkness, and you're just going to be fighting a battle, you're going to end up losing. But I'm telling you, man, if you don't hate them, and it's not right for them to be doing that, right? But don't hate them for it. Then you can defeat them. You're not thinking, oh, these are some nice people. You know, you're not thinking that way. <laughs> to to love your enemy, means don't hate your enemy. Don't let him get you angry, but but defend yourself, and you will see clearly how to do it. God will guide you. That make sense? Okay. Does that help a little bit? Then how do I do?
13: It does help a little bit. Yes.
0: Yeah, it just means don't hate them. And that way God will guide you because God, because God is love and in him there is no hate. He is the light. And so when you don't have anger, you operate in the light. But if you have anger, you operate in darkness.
13: Also, I want to just say regarding the gentleman who was uh, driving on the road. Yes. Um, I have this thought process. I've always had it before uh, anything is you don't know what the other guy is going through. You know,
0: Right. It, just leave him.
13: Let him do whatever he's going to do, you know? Well,
0: it's all like they, he and his family handled it that, that way. It was the guy that was with them Correct. that overreacted. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Any other question? No. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, endure pain. All right? Stop running from pain. Stop being so soft. <laughs> what the? <laughs> endure pain. And I'm talking about that inner spiritual pain <laughs> between darkness and light. All right, my brand-new biblical question. You heard of the cross, right, that Jesus died on? Anybody not heard of the cross? Okay. What does the cross symbolize to you? What does the cross symbolize to you? Real fast, right here. Is this your first time, too? Oh, welcome, man. What's your name?
21: Uh, Lenny. Lenny. Yeah, I met you once. It was back at Politicon last year. Oh. Politicon.
0: Are you Italian? Uh, No. It's, oh. uh, spelled,
21: it's spelled the German way. Oh, OK. L-E-N-I. The girl's way. The girl name.
0: But, yeah. <laughs> that, that
21: says everything, doesn't it? <laughs> what
0: yeah, but does yeah. the cross symbolize to you? It, when it, yeah.
21: Jesus. That's how it's always appeared to me as a child, because that's what I was taught as a child. So wherever I went, because my parents would take me to different churches as a, as a, ever since I was a little baby, I, I would always see crosses and crucifixes. They'd tell me the story. So everywhere I go, I, whenever I see like somebody wearing like a cross or crucifix, it, it makes me think of Jesus. Oh, okay. Very first thing.
0: Esteban, what does the cross symbolize to you? Um Oh the, you have a question for me? I
21: thought you were asking me what the cross symbolizes.
0: Oh you just told me Jesus. Okay. There. okay. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, right? Any other questions for me? Uh, no. Okay. Thank you for coming too. What um, about real fast. Um, I'm
9: not oh. Well I said yes sir when you asked me that, I think it means like um it's a reminder that about sin and what happened in the fall. Like uh sometimes I take it for granted, you know, like how uh, bad sin is. So, like, you kind of, like, think it's funny or fun or you just don't think it's a big deal. So it kind of reminds me that how serious uh, everything is and, you know, a little bit about myself, you know, the darkness and stuff like that the,
0: the, what the cross mean to you? Yeah. similar. Uh-huh. uh What? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Last person. What does the cross symbolize to you? You seen the cross, right? Yeah,
2: okay. yeah. Uh, just simply just I uh, just just think about
5: Jesus I on don't, I don't, yeah, that's, that's just it, just you growing up, just seeing the necklace and everything. Oh okay. Yeah. How
0: about you? Is that your wife that with you? My wife. That's we. No, that's
12: my girlfriend.
0: Oh that's your girlfriend. Oh okay. Uh, you guys I, live in LA?
12: Yeah.
0: Is she working?
17: hmm
0: She's working already? Oh, okay. Go ahead. I was uh, going to offer a job. That's right. uh, Go ahead. Um, I think the cross for me symbolizes uh, the pain and suffering Jesus went through for us. Oh, okay. At least that's the first thing I think of. Oh, okay. Does it help you to think of it that way? Um, does it help me? Yes. Like in what way? Any way at all? Yeah. In what way does it help? It reminds me of the stories that i've that I've been taught, and what does that do for you um it just reassures why I believe in him oh okay. that's my question for this week. What does the cross symbolize to you? Is't that a good question? I can see people thinking. All right, is this your first time in, in the jacket is this your first time here oh ha- I'm black and slow. All white people look alike. What does the cross symbolize to you?
17: Absolutely nothing.
0: Nothing? Yeah, no. Nice. Like when I, that, that you'd be really. like, "What's that for?" Yeah, it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> you smoke pot? No. Oh, are you mm. sure?
6: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 no,
0: I'm playing. Don't smoke pot. What does the cross symbolize to you? Yeah. You let your hair down, right? <laughs> you didn't want to roll it up this morning? No, no, no. <laughs> What does the cross symbolize to you? Uh,
13: the, the human imperfection, like sin. I feel he, he bore it. And Jesus Christ is different than any human. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Does it help you to see it that way? <laughs> Does it help me to see it that way? Uh, yeah. I In guess. what way? Uh,
18: because uh, we're all born into this world of flaw, and we're all flawed innately. And um, he took our sin, and he, and he bore it, and he
0: died for all of us. And how are you being helped by like, knowing that?
13: How am I being helped by doing that?
0: By knowing that about it. I don't know. Okay. Um, one last word from you about it. You, you had your hand, right? Is. This is your first time, so you got the Nobody else raised their hand. I know guys. They're messing with me back there. I'm supposed to Sorry, guys. Yeah. What does the cross symbolize to you? Forgiveness. Forgiveness? Yeah. And what do you
12: mean? Uh, every, everything that Christ took in on, that cro- on the cross, he forgave every single bit of it okay. to everybody that did it to him.
0: So when I see the cross, when I think of Christ, I think of forgiveness. Okay. All right, I'll put my little tooth in the next Sunday. But here's what I recommend you do, and give me some feedback next week if you show up. Endure this week all things. See what happens. All right. Take the pain when the thoughts come, and you believe in one. <clears throat> just endure whatever feeling come with it. I want to know what you think about it. All right. Um, <clears throat> so we are totally out of time. Uh, we're having a meeting this week, right? Yes. Oh, the men's forum is this Thursday night. That should be fun. Right after the election and all that. So this Thursday night at 7 o'clock for men only. Uh, any other announcement? Um, for our list. <coughs> what? Uh, for our list. Oh, yeah. We uh, we put out a newsletter two or three times a year. If you'd like to get it, make sure we get your mailing address so you can get it. No no cost. Um Anything else? Who are voting for? It. <laughs> Who asked me? Really? Well, personally, y'all can vote how you want. We in church, right? I'll vote for the Great White Hope. Who asked me that? You? Right on. But uh, yeah, don't forget to vote. Uh, thank you for your donations as well. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. The show tomorrow, tune in, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. tonight. And the hate report right after my show. We do have an opening for a front office person. If you're interested in uh, send your resume to rebuildingtheman.com. But bond bond Oh, at bond, bond at bondinfo.org. But you have to know... QuickBooks. books. <laughs>
7: Quick
0: books. <laughs> what the... <laughs> 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 Quick book and some accounting. Right? And bookkeep a little bookkeeping and stuff like that. All right? So let us hear from you. Thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it. Good fellowship today. I appreciate it.